Good morning. Hi, I am Olivia and thank you so much for listening. Today at the beginning of the school year here in Gauteng, South Africa, I'm living in Pretoria. So some of our high school students are starting this school year today. And I can only say all of the best on this new journey. I hope it's blessed, amazing, and I hope it will be unlocking a powerful key to your future. And I hope that you will be successful as a student and do you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. Wow. When you read the different, the different translations of Psalm 23, it comes down to the same thing every single time. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. I shall not want. What do you need? What do you want? Do you see the difference? Because if you if you read management books, they say there's a difference or psychological books about psychology. It says there's a difference between wants and needs. And yet, in the Bible, with the different translations, it says, I have everything I need. Another one says, I shall not want. Because our needs are different. What might be a need to me, you might think it's a want. Why am I crying about it? It's not important. And the same goes when I look at you. Because we have different needs. We have different wants. It doesn't matter how technical we want to make it. Because sometimes things get lost in translation. We want to sound clever and technical. And we want to explain, analyze, justify, dissect. And all that matters is what it does to your heart. Whether you hurt or you are in pain or disappointed, it hurts. You don't need words. Feelings are enough. Sometimes we try to put things into words and the meaning get lost because your heart knows what it knows. Do you know how many misunderstandings, arguments, happens because we use different words to discover different things? Or we use different words to explain or discuss the same thing. And then what happens? They say, but you're not listening. Or you say, I'm not listening. And it's all about words. There's no need for technicalities. The heart knows what it knows. It knows. 
Sometimes all you need is to say, I need help. I am not okay. I don't feel good. It's so easy to want to be fancy and to sound good and to look intelligent and to sound great. You don't have to. The heart knows what it knows. That's it. So what do you want today? What do you need? What do you truly, truly and honestly need today? Because today God is saying to you that you have everything you need. You shall not want. Yes, I know it's you will, I shall, I know. We get, it's so easy to get bogged down in technicalities of languages. And not so long ago, certain English words or certain English phrases were allowed and now suddenly the language rules have changed and you can't use this and you can't use that. Don't change. Don't adapt to rules that don't suit you. I'm not saying that there must be anarchy and chaos. I'm talking about the rules of the soul, the rules of the heart, the rules of God. And I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about the new commandment where Jesus told his disciples, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. Not as you love, not love thy neighbor as you love thyself, as you love yourself. Because we don't even know how to love ourselves. We don't even know how to be kind, forgiving, patient, loving with ourselves. So if what you can't give what you don't, that's why Jesus said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. This means you first need to get to know God before you can know what love is. I'll say it again. You first need to know God, before you can know what love is. Because the love he talks about, it's the love of compassion, a love of understanding, a love of patience, hope, where you bring light wherever you go. It's a love of forgiveness. Do you know? How hard all of those things are when you try to do it on your own. Because when you try to do it on your own, you can find so many reasons not to forgive, 
not to be kind, not to have compassion, not to be patient, not to hope if you want to do it on your own. But with God, you have all the tools, all the abilities, all the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the insight, all the understanding, the exact know-how on how to forgive, how to be patient, how to have compassion, how to understand, how to have empathy. Sympathy, it's a useless emotion. I know it sounds harsh to say that, but sympathy kills relationships, it kills friendships, it kills dreams, it kills possibilities, it robs you of your vision. That is what sympathy does. Because sympathy, it, it turns you into an into a ah, shame person. Oh, shame. I don't have anything. Oh, shame. It's forever. You are forever apologetic. You are forever thinking less of yourself. You are forever hoping for sympathy, for hands out. You are forever hoping that someone else will come and save you. That is what sympathy does. And look, please understand, I am not saying there's anything wrong with giving and asking for help. Because when you need help, you need help. When you need support, you need support. When you need someone to talk to, it's a need that you have. When you need to speak out, when you are drowning, you need to say, I need help. I don't know how to do this. And God will provide the way. But when I say sympathy is the killer, is when all you rely on is sympathy and nothing else. Then it becomes a killer. Then it cripples you. The one who's looking for it and the one who's giving it. We all need love. We all need support. We need someone who root for us. Someone who inspires, who motivates. Someone who's always saying, don't give up. Don't stop. Not now. Continue. You are so close. This will pass. We need to hear those words. We need. But sometimes we look in the wrong places towards the wrong people because we don't trust God enough. Because when he says you have everything you need, you shall not want. You see how he takes the technicality out of the words? You have everything you need. 
Be unapologetic about what you want out of life. God never said, you can only get this little portion. He never said that. He never said, no, but because you are born in this family, you can't achieve that. He never said, no, but because you're not educated enough, you can't try this. He never said, oh, you know, it's, it's just you. You must stand aside because there are people better equipped to do this. He never said it. Yet, we say that to ourselves all the time. That are the whispers of low self-esteem, the whispers of pity, the whispers of the thief who came to steal. Don't pay attention because there it says, God confirmed that you have everything you need to do what? To live large. To be happy, to be loved, to be prosperous, to be abundant, to live in his blessings, to achieve, to accomplish, to make that dream a reality. He says you have everything you need. What is everything? God never put any limitations on us. God will never say, that's enough. I can't bless you anymore. Never. So why do you put that on yourself? Why? God never said, you can only stop and when you reach a certain amount or when you live in that house, that's enough for you. He never. He says, everything you need. Do you need healing right now? He can give it to you. He has given it to you already. Do you need comfort? Do you need to be comforted? Then remind yourself of the love of God. Do you need love? Remind yourself how much, how much you are loved. Do you need happiness? We all need those things and god has freely given it to us it's only once you know him that he becomes your comforter your healer your companion the voice that's always whispering but this time you hear his voice and not the lie you know, yesterday I said, pain visits all of us. There's no denying that. It visits us in many forms, in many shapes. Not everyone will understand what you are going through. Because like I said earlier, the same way when it comes to words, the same way that we don't understand what the next person is going through. Because sometimes it doesn't make sense, but 
Why are you going on like that? I just did this. Isn't that what we say? And it's no big deal. I can understand. You can just stop moaning about it. Isn't that what we say? Your pain is your pain. When you feel something, you feel it. Be unapologetic about it. Because the truth starts when we admit and healing begins when we admit this is hurting me. I don't feel good about what is happening right here. No matter how small, no matter how insignificant, no matter how ridiculous it might seem to the next person, if it matters to you, it matters. And someone who loves you, someone who really cares about you, someone who genuinely, genuinely cares about you, will try and understand why you feel the way you feel. Pain visits us all in many forms. Thank you. Sorry, I just lost the connection for some reason. I apologize for that. But let me continue. You know, pain can be a festering wound. And what happens with something that festers? It throbs, it aches, but it doesn't get better. And then one day, all the pus and all the dirt, it starts to ooze out. Have you smelled, have you ever smelled what a wound smell like that has not been cleaned? Have you smelled it? It's not a very pleasant smell. So that is what happens when you don't deal with your pain. It festers and it festers and it festers because you keep telling yourself, I am okay, I am fine, I am over this. And you never acknowledge what it has done to you, how it has affected you, how it even influences the way you look at life up until today. How it has scarred you. And the wound keeps on festering. And the thing about a wound, when you start cleaning it, it is excruciatingly painful. You want to die. Some people pass out. Some people pass out when their wounds have to be cleaned. That's how much pain it is, how painful it is. So you walk around with all that pain. You don't cry. 
you don't acknowledge, you don't admit, you don't talk about it, you don't stop to think, why am I feeling this way and why am I reacting like this every single time when certain things happen? Do you think that you are angry at the person who does or did something to you now? No. Why do you think you react different to certain situations than other people? Why do you think some things are important to you but not to others? You know why? Because that behavior of a certain person or certain words or certain actions, it triggers a deeply buried memory that your mind has forgotten but your soul knows about. Your heart knows about. So when every time certain things happen, your reaction will be the same. Not because of the person in front of you. No, that person is just the trigger. It's just like a gun. You know, a gun, it's when it lies, say, when it's safely put away, it's harmless. But pick it up and pull the trigger. It becomes a deadly weapon. The same, the person in front of you who hurt you, who disappoint you, who angered you, who irritated you, it's just the trigger. You carry something inside of you that you have not dealt with. And what we hear and what we see is not the person in front of us. It's that memory that's triggered that says, I need to defend myself. I need to retaliate. I need to react. How many of us know someone? It's a small, small thing. And the next thing they explode and everyone is shocked. No, it's not the person who did anything wrong. The one who exploded, it's his or her memory that was triggered. We are beings of memories. And the memories will stay with us until we deal with how things affect us, which is hard. Because, oh, no, 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 I cannot go back there. You don't have to go back. You don't have to go back. You know, the past leaves a mark on our souls, either a good or a bad one. The past is with us. Every single moment of every day. But you can choose whether you want to live in it or be free from it. All your decisions that you make, every single choice that you make is based on something that has happened to you in the past, good or bad. Good or bad. I will start saving today because I don't want to be broke again. Again, it happened in the past. 
I will not get married because I saw between my parents how things are again the past. I will raise my children differently to the way I was raised again the past. Do you see the power the past has over you? And you, we don't even realize it. But the difference is when you use the past experience to make better decisions. If your parents had a bad relationship, if your heart was broken by a loser, if you were disappointed by a bad boss, your decisions should not be based on fear because then you are a prisoner of the past. The past is here to teach us. Oh, and yes, like it, I know I talk about this every time, but it's so tiring. Oh, everybody is out to hurt me. Remember that not everyone has the same heart as you. That's why people won't always appreciate. Then stop doing what you are doing. When your friends disappoint, you choose better friends and move on. Stop moaning about it. You know, there are some relationships that deeply, deeply hurt you. Friends and family. I mean, these are the only two people. People fall in that category. It's three. Friends, family, acquaintances, acquaintances and colleagues. That's it. And in that circle, someone is bound to hurt you. But, but, like I've said, cry your guts out. Cry your heart out. Find one person you can trust to tell about what you are going through, to talk about, to tell that person all your pain, all your frustration your hurt, your disappointment, and then you cry some more. Do not deny what has happened, how it hurt you, how it's affecting you, and how it has changed your outlook and how it has broken you. Don't deny that. Acknowledge that and cry your guts out. Cry, stay, go into that dip as low as you can, as deep as you can, as overwhelming as you can, get into that dump. And then, and then, get out. Live your life. Because remember the person who has hurt you. Just imagine in how much pain they are to have done to you what they did. And next time, trust what you see. Believe what you see. Watch and be aware for all those little things. Because for every disappointment, there has been a build up. The warning signs were there all along. 
the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. Everything to prosper. Everything to heal. Everything to grow. And you know, it might seem impossible now, whatever you are going through, because we face many, many things. Every single day, we have to wake up every single morning. You have to wake up and get your mind in the right space every single day. And sometimes during the day when you get lost, you have to rein in your thoughts and take control. That's why God says you have everything you need to be in control of any situation. Acknowledge your power in Christ. And listen, the power of the world is not the power of God. In Timothy, it says, I have given you a spirit of power, love, and self-control. Power has nothing to do with money or position. True power lies in your ability to control your environment, to control who you are. To direct your steps to acknowledge our God. That is true power. And he will lift you up. He will lift you up so high that you won't even recognize yourself. And what does it mean to be lifted up by God? Because we are so, so attached. To, to, to material things, to be lifted up by God, to be respected, he says, revered. Revered both in the eyes of God and in the eyes of men. If people think you are stupid, let them. It's not your problem. Their opinion is their problem, not yours. If people think you are a fool, it's okay. It's their opinion. As long as you believe the right things about yourself. If someone wants to tell you, oh, shame, you are struggling. I just want to help. It's not your problem. It's their problem. Who said that you are struggling? Why do you keep on believing it? You are a child of God, for goodness sake. You have everything you need. You must call upon it. You must say, I have everything I need. I shall not want. My Lord, my God supplies in all my needs. To him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or pray for. And you still want to accept when someone tells you that you are poor and here God is telling you that you have everything you need? Call upon him. 
call upon him. Call upon him in your joy, in your pain, in your despair, in your happiness, in your victory, in your longing. Call upon him. Because he says you have everything you need. Do you need love? You have it. Do you need happiness? You have it. Do you need prosperity? You have it. Do you need confidence? You have it. Everything you need. We focus so much on money and a job and a position and status and a house and a car and clothes and food that we forget to focus on what we carry inside of us all the time. You are a powerhouse where you are right now. You are victorious where you are right now. You are a conqueror right where you are. You are a warrior right where you are. You are the captain of your soul, the leader in your life because God has given you everything you need freely. He has given it. Stop being a mouse. You are an eagle. You are a lion. You are more powerful than anyone will ever be able to tell you. And you don't have to look outside, look within. Find your power. Raise that lion. Become that conqueror of who you truly are. Stop being apologetic. Get hold of the knowledge of God within you. You have all the wisdom. Oh my God. Where do you think the wisdom comes from? From every person who ever wrote a book. Research. Science. All the knowledge around that you read in books. It comes from God. The same knowledge that he could reveal to the greatest inventor. He can reveal to you. It's just do you trust him? Do you believe in him? Do you get hold? Do you hold on to that knowledge? Is that fire burning inside of you? Stoke that fires that God has put inside of you. Stoke it with love, with compassion, with knowledge, with confidence. Stoke it so it doesn't go out. You are more than you ever thought you were. But you know why God is so good and merciful? He doesn't always go to what you believe. He goes according to what he sees in you. But you release the fire. You release the power. You release the greatness when you believe even more. You empower God when you start believing. Believe. Believe that you have everything you need. That you shall not want. That you are healed. You are comforted. You are protected. You are loved. 
every dream you've ever had. He gave it to you. And he will provide the need, whether it's for companionship, because no one needs to be alone. But just rest in him and he will bring the right people into your, into your life. And very often, our greatest victory, our greatest celebration, our greatest reward is born in our greatest pain and despair. You are not alone. You never have been and you never will be. God is always, always by your side. I thank you. I am Olivia and thank you so much for listening.